Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي تَسَاءَلُونَ بِهِ وَالْأَرْحَامِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ رَقِيبًا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا أَمَّا بَعْدُ فَإِنَّ أَصْدَقَ الْحَدِيثِ كَلَامُ اللَّهِ وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him. I seek refuge on Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions. Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen, and I testify that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is his sunnah. The words of all affairs in the novation in addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslim. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with you all. And inshallah, <coughs> this is continuation to our reading from uh, the work of Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen, rahmatullahi alayh. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the fifth class. And this majmu' fatawa wa rasail fadilat al-shaykh Muhammad bin Salih al-Uthaymeen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send mercy in his soul. And this is volume number 19, which talks specifically about fasting. And inshallah, today we have uh, question number 59. 
سئل فضيلة الشيخ رحمة الله تعالى عليه إذا طهرت الحائض أو النفساء أثناء النهار هل يجب عليها الإمساك؟ The question number 59 A woman who's bleeding due to menses or childbirth and her bleeding had stopped during the day does she have to stop eating until Maghrib or can she continue eating? The Shaykh Rahmatullah alayhi answer by saying what the meaning is. إِذَا طَهْرَةِ الْحَائِدِ If the woman who have her menses or bleeding because a child bears she is not obligated to continue to keep with her fasting. That means she can eat and drink. That because her staying away from eating and drinking is not going to help her by any means. Because she still has to make up this day. This is the school of thoughts of Imam Malik, Shafi'i, and one of the narration of Imam Ahmad, rahmatullahi alayhi. Ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, he say, Man akala awwal al-nahar falyakul akhirah. Whosoever ate in the beginning of the day, he can eat in the end of the day which is the meaning that whosoever is permissible for him to break fast during the day, it is permissible for him to continue eating until the end of the day. Question number 65. سئل فضيلة الشيخ رحمه الله تعالى إذا طهرت الحائض قبل الفجر ولم تغتسل إلا بعد الفجر فما حكم صيامها If a woman been clean from her menses before fajr she didn't take her shower until after fajr what is the ruling concerning her fasting? The Shaykh Rahmatullah alayhi answer by saying what the meaning is, a woman who stopped bleeding before Fajr, even if only one minute, and she's sure that she's clean from her bleeding period. If this is during Ramadan, this obligation for her to, to fast. Her fasting for that day will be acceptable, that means correct. That because she had fast while she is pure, although that she may did not take a shower until after Fajr, there is no harm. The same way if a man became junub and he didn't take a shower 
until after the event, or somebody had a wet dream, and they took their suhoor meal, and they did not take a shower until after fajr, their fasting is still correct. Question number 66 So, فضيلة الشيخ رحمة الله تعالى عليه عن الأعذار المبيحة للمفت للفطر The Sheikh رحمة الله عليه been questioned about the excuses for somebody to break hair or head fast. The Sheikh رحمة الله عليه answer by saying what the meaning is. Can you hear me again? Yeah, this is, uh, it takes time to go and come back because I'm recording the other and this one is receiving. So, it takes a half minute lagging, you call it lagging. The Sheikh Rahmatullahi Alayhi said, the excuses that permissible give the person a reason to break the fast as the following. Number one, sickness or illness. Also, traveling, as it came in the Quran. Also, it's saving somebody from a danger, and you could not do it unless that you break your fast. Also, when the people going to fight in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This will give those people a reason for them to break their fast. It seems that we're repeating something that we discussed before, but there is a lot of similarity for the question, so maybe we need to go further more. Okay, let's take question number 92. سؤل فضيلة الشيخ رحمه الله تعالى ما هو السفر المبيح للفطر which kind of traveling that it gives permissibility for somebody to break his or her fast. The Shaykh Rahmatullahi Alayhi answer by saying what the meaning is. A traveling which gives you excuse to break your fast and shorten your prayer is 83 kilo and half. 83 kilometer and half. Some of the scholars, they did not determine it by a distance. 
but what is known to the people in their culture that is called traveling. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to travel three farsakh and he would shorten the prayer. Also, if the purpose of the traveling is not permissible in Islam, so it's not permissible for him to shorten the prayer or to break the fast. Because the traveling, that you traveling to, to do something disobedience to Allah, you did not get the ruhsa and to lighten your burden by breaking your fast. Although the some of the scholars, they said there is no difference between traveling for obedience of Allah or disobedience of Allah. Because the evidence is general. And Allah only knows best. What we mean, maybe this is a new term, some of you sitting here, about Safar al-Ma'asiyah, a disobedient traveling there. A person has example traveling to go to Disneyland. And he knows that in Disneyland it's so crowded and it's so easy to pick pockets there. So this person going to steal. He's going to some place to steal. And this was during Ramadan. Well, the Sharia gave him excuse to break his fast. So the Shaykh Rahmatullah is saying that some of the scholars said this call is Safar Ma'asiyah. This is a traveling to commit a disobedience of Allah, so he is not permitted to take this kind of means of relaxation for the rules that Allah gave it to other people who are traveling to obey Allah. Question number 93. The question, is there a specific amount of days, a number of days, for the person to break his or her fast during the traveling? The Shaykh Rahmatullahi Alayhi answered by saying what the meaning is. There is no specific number of days that because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he went to the expedition of Mecca, the opening of Mecca, he entered Mecca in Ramadan, in the day of the 20th, and he did not fast the rest of the month, as it came in the authentic narration by Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, in the collection of Imam al-Bukhari. The Prophet ﷺ remained in Mecca for nine or ten days, the remaining of Ramadan, without fasting. And he remained in Mecca for nineteen days, shortening his prayer. And he break nine or ten days during Ramadan. Question number ninety-four.
سئل فضيلة الشيخ رحمه الله تعالى ما حكم السفر في رمضان من أجل الفطر؟ الشيخ رحمة الله عليه من الله سنمرسي إن السؤال بين question concerning a person who go in a journey during Ramadan for purpose of breaking his fast. The Sheikh Rahmatullah answered by saying what the meaning is. Fasting is obligation upon mankind. It is one of the main pillars of Islam as we know. Anything is obligated in Islam is not permissible for us to use a trick to remove it our from our obligation. Whosoever travel for purpose of breaking the fast, this traveling is haram. The, the traveling will be haram and the breaking the fast will be haram. And he needs to stop this traveling and he needs to do his fasting. If he did not do so, at least he have to fast while he is traveling. The summary of this issue, it is not permissible for the human being to use tricks with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially about breaking fast, although his intention is not the traveling, but he using the traveling as excuse to break his fast. Using tricks to utilize what is haram, it doesn't make it halal or permissible. Question number 95. <laughs> ينوي السفر فأفطر في بيته لجهله ثم انطلق هل عليه الكفارة قياسا على الجماع في التعمد كقول المالكية The question A man intends to travel He break his fast while he's home due to ignorance After this he start his journey does he have to do expiation similar to the person who have intercourse with his wife intentionally during Ramadan as it came in the school of Imam, the school of Malikiyah, followers of Imam Malik rahmatullahi alayhi. The Shaykh rahmatullahi alayhi answer by saying what the meaning is. It is forbidden for for him to break his fast in his house. If he break his fast before he leave his house, he have to make up for this day. He have to make another day for that day. Is no expiation on him similar to the person who have intercourse with his wife during Ramadan that because there is a big difference between this and that. 
as a result of this, or as to show you also the difference, that if a person going through the processing of making Hajj or Umrah, and he have intercourse with his wife, this will spoil the Hajj or the Umrah. But other things, it doesn't spoil the Hajj. As example, if the person shave his head or put his clothes on. So, having intercourse, it has other ruling. And we could not compare these things. Some of the scholars, they said, whosoever break his fast by eating or drinking or by intercourse, he have to make this expiation. This is not correct. Because the kafara, which is fasting the two months, is only in one case, which is sexual intercourse. Question number 98. الشيخ رحمة الله تعالى عليه عن حكم صوم المسافر مع أن الصوم لا يشق على الصائم في الوقت الحاضر لتوفر وسائل المواصلات الحديثة. The Sheikh Rahmatullahi Alayhi been questioned about the ruling of fasting. Although the person who's traveling, he doesn't face any hardship and difficulty. Especially nowadays, the means of transportation, the modern means of transportation, became so easy and comfortable. The Sheikh Rahmatullahi Alayhi answered by saying what the meaning is, a traveler have the permission to break his fast because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَمَنْ كَانَ مَرِيضًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ Whosoever is sick or in a journey he will make it up for other days. The Sahaba, the companions of the Prophet ﷺ they used to travel with the Prophet ﷺ some of them, they were fasting, and some would not. Neither any one of the two groups blamed the other. That means the person who is fasting doesn't blame the person who is not fasting. And the person who is not fasting doesn't blame the person who is fasting. The Prophet ﷺ used to fast in his traveling. As Abu Darda, may Allah be pleased with him, said, we went in journey with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and was very hot day. None of us was fasting except the Prophet sallallahu alayhi and one of the companions by name Abdullah ibn Rawaha. The ruling concerning the traveler that he has a choice between breaking his iftar, his fasting, or keeping the fasting. If he doesn't face any hardship or difficulty during his traveling, will be better for him to fast. Will be better for him to fast. Because the following three reasons. Number one, he will be following 
the way of the Prophet ﷺ. That means he's imitating the Prophet ﷺ. Number two, is easier on the person to fast. That when you fast with the people, it makes it more easier in you. Number three, that you free yourself from this obligation. This only if you don't face hardship in your fasting, in, in your traveling. But if you have some hardship and difficulty, you don't have to face. It is not a righteousness to travel while you're facing difficulty and you remain in your fasting. One day the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, saw a man which the people was trying to shelter him with umbrella or some sheets and they were crowded around him. The Prophet وسلم, he asked what is going on. They said that he is fasting. So the Prophet وسلم, said, Laysa min al-birri as-siyamu fi safar It is not part of righteousness to fast during traveling. So this will be a general for any person. If there is a difficulty in your traveling, hardship, weaken you, so it's better for you to break your fast. Yes, as the questionnaire said, the modern transportation nowadays became so easy. So we say this is true. So if the person is not facing hardship and difficulty, he has the right to continue in fasting and this will be better. Question number 104. So, فضيلة الشيخ رحمه الله تعالى إذا كنت مسافرا في رمضان وكنت مفطرا في سفري وعند وصولي إلى البلد الذي سأمكث I had break the fast of that day or arrive to the second station which is not my country, which I'm planning to stay in it for a few days. Do I have to fast the rest of that day? What about the rest of the other days, which I'm going to be staying in this other station, which is not my country? The Shaykh Rahmatullahi answer by saying what the meaning is, نعم يجوز للمسافر إذا صام في سفره أن يفطر في أثناء النهار ولا حرج عليه كما أفطر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حال السفر Yes, it is permissible for the traveler person to break his fast during his traveling during the day and no harm in him the same way that the Prophet ﷺ did during his traveling.
Alright, I don't think we have any more to repair for today. So if anybody have any question, inshallah we can entertain it. We stop here for today. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa an. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayhi. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.